Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. Welcome to the third part of our series on the Commonwealth Parliamentary Association Conference, whose past we are digging into very, very vigorously. And this time round, we have come across Mr. Edward Ochoa, who was clerk to the National Assembly or Parliament from 1968 up to the coup that ousted Dr. Bote and then resumed when a parliamentary democracy resumed in the country. If you care to peruse the new vision of 16th October 2012, you'll find one of our great stories there, which says Ochoa has sworn in six presidents. He swore in President Amin and also swore in President Museveni. A resource of this nature is hard to come by, although we must tell you immediately that he was not in Parliament during the CPA event in 1967, over now to Clerk Emeritus to the National Assembly, Edward Ochoa. By the time of that conference, I was an acting undersecretary in the Ministry of Local Government. Just like now, you had the speaker giving guidance to the team that are going to service that conference. We were just drafted in to provide a team that uh, would guide the delegates at their hotels and the extra conference activities outside, such as visits to the tourist um, places of tourist interest. I remember that my team went to Murchison Falls Game Park. And general public relations, you know, you, you, you engage these people and um, talk to them about Uganda and so on, so it's a sales thing we, mm. we all had to do. Of course, there was that uh, excitement about hosting so many people from, in a way, all over the world. And uh, we had to prepare to present the best uh, picture of our country. You know, Uganda has been famed for being the most hospitable country in Africa. So we prepared to prove to the delegates that indeed that was the case. Two, Uganda is known to be the pearl of Africa in terms of um, the view of the country. And again, we had to polish up everywhere, and of course the game parks all were prepared, so we had to show the best. I can tell you it was a very happy occasion. I think the main thing was really visits to various sites around the country. Beyond that, there were just stage receptions and so on, dinner, cocktails and so on. I don't know if we took some people dancing, but uh, yeah, I think some fellows, of course, went dancing, but my own team, I think I didn't join in any of those, but I know that all such things were organized, and those who wanted to go to nightclubs and so on. By then, we had the Minister of Works, which was in charge of government transport. I think some buses were actually bought specifically for to service this this conference. By then, the Minister of Works had even saloon cars for official use, and it could be lent to organizations. The organization was not as large yet as it is now, so it was much easier to for the government transport alone to cover the needs for the conference. I would say that the delegates really were very excited about, in my own case, where I went to the Matchstone Falls, and this, uh, the, the, the falls themselves had a great, great excitement, as you know. 
So the animals were much more in plenty than they, they are now. And at the hotel where we stayed, the elephants were walking during the night around. These people couldn't believe it, but yet they were harmless. You know, Uganda is such a green place. Okay, other places in Africa are also green, but the vicissitude of our country, of our land, is different from, like, when you go to Kenya. It's all flat and monotonous. Here you find the undulating land here and so on. It provides wonderful scenery. And they really love the scenery all around. I think I also drove with one group to Jinja. And the Mabira Forest then was still much bigger than what you see now, where the, the dam now stands. There used to be a fall there because the original dam was built in such a way that water would, was running over and creating a, a fall. So going down the dam there and so on was also a very exciting bit. But the remark we got from the delegates was that the friendliness of the people of Uganda. I think they, they all appreciated that being almost beyond ordinary. The weather, of course, the climate. It was raining a bit, not too hot, not too cold, not too wet. It was very ideal. I was um, in charge of the people staying in the um, Apollo Hotel. And the majority of the delegates actually stayed in that hotel. Okay. Of course, the service was, um, the Apollo was the top hotel at the Very time. Much. And as I told you, these people appreciated. Actually, Kampala was the neatest African city. Uh, they used to say south of Sahara because Cairo was in its own class. And uh, it was full of greenery. They were, we were then still talking of the seven hills of Nakasero, of, oh, you know the number. There was order, there was a very peaceful campus, serene. We were full-time now on these conference activities, away from our ministries. I was still a young man, so all these activities were really nothing. We'd come home after midnight and so on, because we had to be around with these delegates in their various places. It's a source of enjoyment, really, rather than feel that we'd be exhausted. Well, in our time, Everybody worked to get satisfaction in what they were doing. We, we loved our work. And so when they talk about patriotism these days, I don't know. We all worked to ensure that we gave of our best to the country. We were satisfied with what we were getting out of our employment. And satisfaction is, was something that we you know, we drove to, uh, to, to, to gain. And uh, to feel that you've given a wrong picture or a bad picture of the country was something that uh, every civil servant would avoid. So the level of uh, decency in those days, you can't compare with what I hear these days in the civil service or public service generally, because whether you are an employee of a parastatal or what, you were a public servant, and you had to be decent. So our standing orders at the time emphasized those things, the values that we had to maintain. During the conference, we had, uh, we had to be at the areas of our assignment. Uh, the first thing in the morning, as the delegates were preparing, to go to the conference, we would be at the hotels where they resided. 
then of course with the hotel keepers or and so on would ensure that everything goes as they should go so you would be back at the hotel to receive them back for lunch make sure that they depart again back to conference and so on so that was a pleasurable experience we stayed around with them there were lunches there for us to sit there they may want to ask a few things questions and so on so we were with them as long as we felt necessary and normally in my own case i would be back until about 11 o'clock sometimes midnight um i don't remember any unpleasant incidents but he was a man of thoroughness he wanted everything to be done to perfection he was a very neat man both in body and mind you know some people have given a very wrong picture of obote if anybody was a nationalist obote was the first name or in the line of the top of them there was no tribalism as such in obote's mind when he was handling matters of the public service i'm saying this as a civil servant because around him there were mostly people who other tribe for me didn't care which is your tribe which is your name no you are qualified for that you are the one doing that are you doing it as perfectly as you should that's it so during the conference of course he was there he was monitoring everything and he was ensuring that everything goes as it should in my experience it was very interesting all through ladies and gentlemen You've been listening to Mr. Edward Ocho, who took over as clerk to parliament from Ignatius Barunji, giving his account of what took place at the 13th Parliamentary Commonwealth Conference in Kampala in 1967. Share with us some of your feedback and comments on our different social media platforms. You've been listening to the New Vision Podcast. The New Vision.